that people do focus on what they don't want. And, yeah. you know, the, the mind doesn't understand no. It doesn't understand what, you know, what you don't want. All it knows is what you focus upon. And if you are talking yeah. about focus upon what you do not want, then what shows up is what you don't want. Exactly. And what you're emphasizing here is that, you know, instead of talking about, talking, talking about getting all this energy to all the things that you don't want in your life, how about you focus on the things that you do want and then that's what shows up because the brain doesn't know if you're watching television, doesn't know if you're watching something on the street, it doesn't know you're, you're talking about what you don't. It, it only brings into your, and you know, it, with the law of attraction, you know, invites into your life the things that you're focusing upon, regardless of if it's wanted or unwanted. You're listening to the What's Up with DJ podcast with your host and personal development coach, David DJ Lloyd Jr. Each week, he brings you current events and trending topics from a spiritual perspective, including career development, finance, holistic living, and life hacks, along with stories that invoke humor and inspiration. So if you're ready, let's join the conversation. Here's DJ. My guest this week is Javon Matharu. He is a transformational coach and the author of the book, Become a Person of Value which is geared towards helping you become a person of value. Javon believes success is not merely pursued, it is attracted. His book, Become a Person of Value, covers a range of topics from setting goals to psychology and topics such as faith, mentality, and spirituality. As a financial advisor, Javon has been featured in the Times newspaper as one of the top advisors in 2021. He has acquired qualifications in life coaching, psychology, and counseling. He is also a member of Mensa, which means he possesses an IQ within the top two percentile. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for the introduction. Um, I'm yeah, really happy to be here, DJ. Oh, I'm glad that you're here as well, man. Okay, cool, cool. You know, and uh, so let's talk about your book. Your book is Becoming or uh, Become a Person of Value. And um, so what is your definition of, uh, of value in terms of your book? Becoming your best self in whatever endeavor. So there are some basics. You know, you want to be in good physical health, of course. You don't want to be fat obese and, and having problems but then once you've established what you're going to do how are you going to be the best version in that area how are you going to get set goals how are you going to motivate yourself every day what type of psychology do you have to be to be the best so judo um, as an example i took up judo at 30 a couple of years back i did do it as a child as well and um, but i went into judo at the start you know just to rekindle the love really that i had as a kid but now we've got different goals i want to be the best player in the country now, if you have that ambition, you are more likely to train five times a week, go to the gym, um, uh, do your research on techniques and stuff. If your ambition was to just go once a week, you know, just to get out of the house, make a few friends and keep fit, you're never going to get to that top echelon. Yeah. So you have to have ambitious goals. And this is really where the book is trying to push you to that next level um, through, obviously, as I said, all of those chapters, um, inclusive of the softer stuff such as mindset and spirituality because for me you know they are um, really important you know you, you will have heard of the law of attraction 
Yep. And one of the books that you talked about is um, you talk about law of attraction in your book. But one of the chapters that I definitely want to key in and on is um, is the chapter four, which is based in spirituality. Yeah. And um, and so what do you feel is the, the top three spiritual laws that will make you a person of value? Um, so, there's, so there's loads. I've actually got a, a copy of the book in front of me. There's, there's 50 overall. Um, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, we can't cover 50. <laughs> we can't cover 50. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so there's not really, um, uh, well, there's 50, as I said, and there's not really one is better, better than another, but there, there are a few that I really like. Um, the first one is the law of manifestation. Mm-hmm. So in order to manifest something, you have to have something in the mind first. Now, you're probably thinking, well, that's a bit weird. Surely you should do something just off a whim. But actually, you have to finish something before you start it. So in terms of a house, so the the building that you're sitting in at the moment, the first thing that happened was that was designed in the mind of an architect first. It was then drawn on paper. It was then um, sort of vetted and, and make sure that it's all sound. It was then built, decorated, and here you are recording a podcast. Yeah. The same goes with anything else, any business, um, any person who becomes a profession, professional in any endeavor of life. They first had the vision that that was the path for them to, to take. They then have to be disciplined and go through the relevant steps in order to get there. And then something is manifested. So for me, that's a really important law because without that, we will never manifest exactly what we're after. You know, many people say, uh, when I don't, or sorry, I don't want to be single. That's not really a, a manifestation approach. What you want to say instead is, and this is the, the importance of language, I want a relationship. One is negative based and one is positive based. When you say you want a relationship, you can then say, well, what type of person am I after, et cetera, et cetera. So I think one of them is a key for me is, is the law of manifestation. Yes, the law of manifestation, because I like when you you go into detail about, um, I saw in one of your previous interviews, that people do focus on what they don't want. And, you know, the the mind doesn't understand no, it doesn't understand what, you know, what you don't want. All it knows is what you focus upon. And if you are talking about focus upon what you do not want, then what shows up is what you don't want. And what you're emphasizing here is that, you know, instead of talking about talking about getting all this energy into all the things that you don't want in your life, how about you focus on the things that you do want? And then that's what shows up because the brain doesn't know if you're watching television, doesn't know if you're watching something on the street. It doesn't know you're, you're talking about what you don't. It, it only brings into your and, you know, it, well, the law of attraction, you know, invites into your life the things that you're focusing upon, regardless of it's wanted or unwanted. Yeah, exactly. You know, you are a vibration and energy, aren't you? You know, even mm-hmm. the laptop, the, the TV, the the um, the table, they, they, yeah, they are all physical objects, but they also have a vibrational state. And mm-hmm. we as individuals, again, have to have a vibrational state that is going to attract certain, certain things, you know, much like a magnet, north attracts south, et cetera. And we then have to attract certain things. You know, if you go out smoking weed every day, you're going to attract friends who smoke weed. Now, not saying that 
everyone who makes weed is not going to be successful because there are loads of people who are. But for a lot of people, it's not necessarily the right path that they want to go down. Mm-hmm. So we need to ensure that we are uh, attracting what we want to actually attract and being honest with ourselves about what we're after from life and, and living mm-hmm. into that expectation, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, that makes perfect sense because one of the things that I think what stops people from getting what they want, even though they may talk about it, um, write goals down, do all the things, vision boards, I do vision boards. Um, you do have to overcome yourself. You have to come o- overcome your fears. And like you were saying about the weed situation, <laughs> if uh, let's just say, you know, you you are a person somehow, somehow, you know, you uh, that's your calling, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will your religious beliefs get in the way of you getting to that goal? Because sometimes what stops people is their religious beliefs. Um, what stops them is uh, the fear of, of, of success, of um, of growing out of their comfort zone. So you have to um, remove those obstacles out of your way. Just talking about it, and you know, I believe you talk about it, you be about it, it shows up. But then you have to make the leap to get to the other side, and sometimes fear yeah. is going to stop that from happening. Many people say only the the evil get rich only the crooks get rich Mm -hmm. that's absolutely not true that's not true um because the the people who are the wealthiest are actually providing huge value and that's where they get the money from um Mm -hmm. without that i I would say mcdonald's i think mcdonald's is a great a great uh example of that when mcdonald's you know doesn't sell healthy food (laughs) actually a lot of people die because of uh eating uh fatty food and eating food that probably isn't the best for them to be eating but mcdonald's provides a value it you're you don't want to have to cook you can go to mcdonald's and get a quick meal it's hot sometimes (laughs) you know and um and half the time and get your order right but um but it's providing a value to people and therefore they are a multi-billion dollar business because of of um their ability to provide value even though um, what they provide is not uh, probably food that that your doctor is going to recommend you to eat. Yeah, but yeah, as you said, they're, they're providing a value. They are providing food most any time of the day. You know, most of them are twenty four hours. They're open after you've gone out drinking or whatever, um, and the, the price is not is not too bad. Um, and it's convenience of as you said, not being having to cook and you can just go there and eat yes it's not the most healthy of food but it's down to you as an individual and again something that was mentioned in the book under physicality is the chapter you're in charge of your own physical health if you eat mcdonald's once a year twice a year three times a year probably not going to be an issue but if you're eating mcdonald's every night that's then going to be an issue and that doesn't take away from the value of mcdonald's that's you over consuming something so the, the second one sells worth self-worth okay so the second one is self-worth so why is that important i mean i know what self-worth is important but why do you think it's important because if you don't have a self-belief self-image and self-worth you can never get what you're after if let's say that you're um going to be professional boxer if you don't have the belief and belief you are worthy of that medal that that win you're never going to get it. You may in small circumstances by luck or whatever else, but you have 
to be feel that you're worthy of something to have it. We have to understand that what we desire is ours and we are worth that. And um, so for me, that's a huge one is, is, is being so, so or believing that you're worthy of something in order to attract it. Yes, yes, I, I definitely agree with that 100% that you have to, to 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 believe that, you know, you're, you're worthy of it. And also, you also mentioned about, you know, in the realm of believability, you know, I, I might want a billion dollars, or I might say I want a trillion dollars, but then what is my my realm of, of believability? Because, yeah. you know, um, me accepting, maybe I can probably get my, my mind wrapped around a million dollars easily. But um, when you start saying, you know, one billion, one trillion, what is the true? Do you really... Yeah have the realm of believability maybe you need to to work to get a bit a million dollars and once you have a million and you got your mind wrapped around what that is and, and how to accumulate that kind of wealth then maybe you can say well maybe i can accumulate 10 million dollars and maybe you can start to, so i do you know say to people you know you do have to work within your realm of believability and self-worth in order to make those dreams come to reality so what's number three yeah, so just to add on, on what you've just said about the self-worth, just a final point before we move on to the third one, is, you know, if you look at Usain Bolt as an example, let's say that you believe and you have the worth or self-belief and self-worth and self-image that you're going to be a 100-metre world champion, but you're five foot five. That is, there's some discrepancy there. Mm -hmm. You have to have a belief that is realistic, based on you, as, as you've rightly said, you know, the believability side, you know deep down what's right. If you say you're going to be a 100-meter sprinter, and as I said, you weren't even the fastest in school when you're five foot five, that's not going to be true. So we need to try and establish exactly what that means in, in real terms. And it's being your best self. It's not to just believe that you can be this, that, and the other. It's being your best self and believing that in an extent that's going to be realistic to you. And, you know, I've seen people who, who have been told a thousand times that, you know, that you know, it's just not for you or you're not, you don't fit the prototype. And because of their believability, you know, and their belief in themselves, their self-worth, they still achieve things that most people told them that they, they wouldn't achieve. Yeah. Um, so what soft skills. Yes. But so what is our uh, number three on your list? So I would go down with ritual um, because I think that encompasses a lot of the goals and discipline based approaches. So the law of ritual is obviously the rituals and daily habits that you undertake will determine your long term outcome. So if every day we talk about McDonald's a moment ago, didn't we? If you're eating mm -hmm. McDonald's every day, watching Netflix six hours a day, not speaking to anyone and not being sociable and not showering <laughs> where do you think you're going to be in five years time you're going to be fat smelly obese no skill set and you and the only positive is you're probably going to know which of the good shows to watch on tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah if we if we take the same individual and for those five years he was exercising every day he was writing pages of his new book he was doing some sort of combat he was running a business or going to work he was saving money um he was going out and being social he was praying or doing some sort of meditation work um he was writing down his goals his affirmations and, and what he's great that grateful for where do you think he's going to be in five years in, in compared to the the first guy the daily habits determine the trajectory 
Does that make sense? And yeah. the, the mm-hmm. vegan today is based on the rituals of five years ago. So mm-hmm. why not start today, try and understand what rituals you need to incorporate that's going to give us a trajectory of where you want to be in two, three, five, 10, 15, 20 years time and start doing them daily. Now, obviously, along the way, your rituals may change. You know, you have kids in two years time. Your rituals may change in order to incorporate spending time with your kids or whatever else that may be. One thing that I um, that I believe about ritual and ritual is, is definitely key. And you said earlier when you started giving that your, your analogies about ritual. You know, everything's a ritual. Watching television is a ritual. You know, bathing is a ritual. All that's a ritual. Even, um, you know, getting up every day and going to a job, that's a ritual. And people really found out how much it was a ritual when they didn't have to go to work. They could work from home. <laughs> and, and the shift of working from home from, you know, getting up in the morning, taking a shower, having a cup of coffee, getting dressed, getting in your car, driving to work, um, or, have, you know, or you may commute by local, you know, um, transit um, to get to work, but that was a ritual. And then when you stop that ritual, you 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 notice a shift. You notice a difference. And um, and so the question is that whatever rituals you're doing, are they bringing value to your life, like your book? You know, become a person of value, or does it um, obviously does the opposite? You know, does it not bring value into into your life? the rituals that you are are doing and you know are you you know obviously uh you know you go to work every morning and that ritual you get paid every two weeks because of that ritual <laughs> you know yeah and, and then are then there could be you know a ritual where you eat mcdonald's every single day and then the, that ritual ends up with you um being overweight and very unhealthy so so i like that you that that's an important law to you out of the, the 50 and yeah. you know we could literally go through the 50 laws and i'm sure we could be sat here for hours because they're all really really important you know the law of personal return totality mm-hmm. the dominant desire and um, there's so many and they all although they are separate once you understand incorporating them into one body along with mm-hmm. all the other parts mm-hmm. you'll start to notice as we talked about the trajectory increasing and it doesn't really matter where you're starting from you know, if you're starting from zero or you're starting from 10, you're still going up. You know, you're going mm-hmm. up the numbers um, if you're looking at, at, as a percentage basis. So it's really important to me that that we try and, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for your kids, whether it's for your family, whether it's for God, whoever it's going to be for, just mm-hmm. make sure that you are being your best self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. So um, your book is the become a person of value and i also noticed that you have an audio version of the book as well yeah so i've got an audio version as well um i think it's on audible mm-hmm. um so obviously it's important that you know everyone consumes information differently don't they yeah people read some and, and that's paperback some people use kindle and some people use audiobooks i'm, I'm one who actually really loves audiobooks because i went driving around or walking the dog it can you can kill two birds with one stone you know you're doing an activity even washing the dishes but you can also listen to something audio so i decided to to do the audio book fortunately for everyone it's not in my voice <laughs> i've actually got someone to to read it who's um probably a little bit better suited um to an audio book 
Um, but yeah, that's a really good way to con- to consume the book. Um, yeah, it sounds great. Book, yeah, yeah. So it, the second book I've got coming out probably won't have an audio book because it's more of a written. You have to write in the book and and detail stuff. So so that probably won't be an audio book. But the first one definitely is worth consuming on an audio book uh, an audio book version. Okay, cool. And so um, you are also, um, you said you are a coach. Um, and so obviously, you know, you have clients and, and uh, so how do you help your clients? You know, someone will come in and say, look, I want to go from this level to this level. How do we go about doing that? And then we'll break it down, look at the rituals, the self-worth, the self-image, the daily habits, the, the, the mentality, the motivation, and how they can make small changes that are going to deliver results. So that's what coaches are here for, is we're here to offer bespoke solutions to you with all the tools and information we have available to hand. And we work on a, um, a basis of, much like, again, one of the other um, uh, 50 spiritual laws, and very similar to the, more the mastermind principle, really, from Think and Grow, Grow Rich. Two people, when they come together, create a third mind you know you bounce off ideas and and again that's what a coach is there for sometimes it's just being a sounding board to to gather information from you and deliver it back in a way that's going to help you to understand why you should be different and why you should change your ways in order to achieve the goals that you're after so i hope that answers your question Mm -hmm. so how do people reach how do people who are interested in working with you how do they find you how do they reach out to you so uh, Vanquish Transformational Coaching is it's obviously the business name. I'm sure you will leave a link for people uh, mm-hmm. in there. Um, yeah, you can just reach out and obviously we'll see if we're going to be a mutually good fit. If we are great, we can we can move forward and, and see how we can help you. If it's not, then that's fine as well. And maybe it's just a few words I can give you to, to give you some inspiration. Um, but yeah, definitely reach out. Um, I love helping people in, and seeing you become your best self. Um, and yeah, you know, why would you want to be a five out of 10 when you can be a 10 out of 10? That's what I'm saying. Okay, cool. And I will leave links in the show description about how to reach out to Javon. He's a great, uh, you know, I think everyone needs a, uh, a coach, a definitely a transformational coach, you know, to get you from one place, one level to the next level in, in your life. I think that's, um, that's amazing. And, um, and if you just maybe you can't reach uh, Javon, <laughs> well, you know, he's in England and um, Leicester, right? I'm saying it correctly. Yes, and so if they, they're not in Leicester, they can work with you online, work with them online, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, obviously COVID has brought its own challenges, but it's also brought a new way of working. Now, obviously prior to COVID, people were still working remotely, but it's now become even more um, uh, at the forefront of how people are working. So obviously, as you said, you know, people don't have to just be in Leicester. Um, obviously, I travel around England anyway. Um, because face-to-face is generally better, um, especially when it's something so personable. But Zoom works just as well. Um, and as you said, you know, we can connect from halfway across the world as we are, are now um, and, and really talk through things. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for, for being a guest. Is there anything that you want to mention before we go? Um, I think just a, a final point is around the second book. So um, it's a little bit of a way to coach yourself to an extent. So it's going to be a question a day. So first question might be, where do I want to be in five years time? There'll be some guidance about things to think about. And then there'll be some pages to actually write down 
where you want to be in five years time maybe it's career maybe it's spiritual wise maybe it's relationships maybe it's financial physical and then from there what daily rituals do we need to incorporate to get there day two different question day three and there's going to be 366 questions it's going to be your own personal copies you can jot down stuff in there and that for me is going to be a really good way interactive way for you to help change things moving forward and really introspect and understand who you really are yeah well thank you thank you i appreciate it. i can't wait for that book to come out uh maybe when they do when you do finally publish that book like a, it's like a it's like a workbook to, to me maybe maybe yeah. it will be the become a value a person of value workbook maybe that's what you're naming i don't know i'm just throwing, throwing i'm throwing it out there not trying to tell you how to name your book <laughs> but maybe that's what you might do. i mean i've actually not come up with a, a name name yet uh, uh, yeah i mean i've not come up with a name yet and and yeah um i'm looking forward to it being out probably towards the end of this year maybe early next year okay well definitely um hit me up when you finally get it uh get it published we'll do